to The Playground, and I am your host, Eddie Flewellen, and I am honored to have a guest here. His name is Eric Young, but he goes by the name of EQ. Now, let me tell you about a little bit about this man before you get started. Um, first of all, he's from the Bay Area, the home of Sly and the Family Stone, one of my favorite groups. Tower Power, another one of my favorite groups. And Confunction, another one of my favorite groups as well. And this is the bass player for Confunction. Eric, welcome to the show. Good morning, Eddie. Thank you for having me, man. What Thank you, you. doing up this early? Hey, man, <laughs> trying to be like you. <laughs> oh, good. And, and just so we know, in, in the biz, you know, in, in the community, Eric is also known as EQ. So when you look him up, look for EQ. There he is right there online. Yeah, everywhere. First of yeah, all, let's start right there. Where did the name EQ come from? How did you get EQ, that? EQ, uh, it was a toss up, man. I did Soul Train with this group called Force One Network uh, with, with uh, Quincy Jones. Uh, so we wow. was in rehearsal, rehearsal mode. Uh, and I said, man, I don't want to be Eric, you know. <laughs> I knew he was going. <laughs> I knew he was going to introduce the band, so we was going around. You know, so I had somebody I gave me another name then. Then somebody shouted out EQ. Then uh, Don was around and said, yeah, let's go on EQ. And I said, okay, cool. And that's how EQ started, 1993, man. Uh, just band, like that. I, just like that, man. You know, mm -hmm. it was at rehearsal. And, and and once we did the rehearsal, actually, we kept that take. He said that tape was so, was so live that they kept it, you know. So, you know, really? it was cool that. It was cool I got to announce my name. I did Soul Train twice. I, I did it with Michael Cooper when he had a solo project, but uh, uh -huh. he, uh -huh. he didn't introduce the band. I'm gonna get him for that. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. That is so funny because of course EQ, I mean, that's that's a common, you know, uh, recording thing. So I, you yeah. know, obviously I'm thinking, okay, he must've been playing around in the studio and got to messing with stuff and all that stuff. And, you know, no. he's like that good as far as sound and everything. Not to but say that you like, aren't, but I just really thought that that's uh, where it came from. I really well, did. Well, Eddie, when I think about it, I always think about, I'm always able to adapt in situations that I'm in, you know, it's Love like, it. man, I, I learned at an early age, it was who you know. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, let me just fine tune or, you, you know, you know what I mean? Just, EQ the situation, so I was Excellent. able to to uh, just blend that, and so that gives it more meaning to me. To why, wow. wow. you know, why is there's an EQ? <laughs> I like that, and that, that that right, right. I love it. I love it. Since you're there, then let's start right from the beginning. Um, when you, you know, you know, you you uh, at the at the very beginning, what got you interested first of all in music, and then we'll come to how you how you chose bass as being like your your thing, or maybe it all happened at the same time. Uh, no, it was definitely music. Uh, it was always James Brown in, in my parents' house, and, mm -hmm. you know, and so when Michael Jackson came out, that was my start, you know, so I'm watching him sing, uh, I want you back, who's loving you, man, so, you know, I wanted to be him so bad, so I'm like <laughs> six, seven years old, that song came out, man. Remember the popsicle, the ice cream? Yeah. The yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, I do. That was my microphone. I still remember that. I stood on my, my my mom's living room. They have a little platform. I stood up there and sung. Who the actual popsicle me? stick. The popsicle dripped down my hand. I did not. What? <laughs> I did not. Yeah. Okay. Just moving along from there, I was in the uh, fifth grade, I had just mm -hmm. broken my right thumb, you know, so I'm seven, eight years old. And 
Who's Loving You. It was a talent show, and I wanted to sing that song so bad. My mom would buy me a little Elvis Presley puff sleeve shirt and had a vest on. And, mm-hmm. man, but I was embarrassed that I broke my thumb, so I put my cast behind my back, and I just closed my eyes and, and sung, Who's Loving You? Boy, I thought I was Wow. Like, and went for it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but right. then my, my grandparents, they gave me, well, my grandfather, he gave me a, a folk guitar, six string folk guitar, but it only mm-hmm. had three strings on it. So, mm-hmm. man, you know, and he just handed it to me. And, you know, my, my grandfather's from Louisiana, so he had that Southern twang. And there you he go, added a, right? He added an S on my, my name. He said, Eric's, you know, <laughs> put that S on it. Eric's, say something for me. No, I tried to play that guitar and soon he handed it to me. So I still remember that today. Wow. And uh-huh. it's a trip because I just did that same experience with my granddaughter. I gave mm-hmm. her one of my signature basses because mm-hmm. she wanted to play bass. So she was like, and almost in the same place. I went over, she was at my mom's house over in the Bay Area. I went to go visit. My son was over there. So I brought uh-huh. the bass over there. So I said, here's uh-huh. your bass. Oh my goodness. Just to see her, her eyes. So it just made me reminisce of what my grandfather did to me, you know, and mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. no one know where it came from, the the, the music, because I didn't know anyone in my family who was into music, you know, my mom used to give my sisters, like, keyboard lessons, but they didn't mm-hmm. pay attention, I would mm-hmm. be listening around the corner, or watching the teacher, and once she leave, I go jump on the keyboard and play what she was trying to teach my sisters, so. <laughs> wow, wow, and those are the people that I call, like, the music appreciators, I mean, they appreciated yeah. music, so you definitely had that around you, and your, and your family, yeah. Um, yeah. and like, yeah. you talk about, like, James Brown, and all that stuff, needless to say, you know, James. Yeah, yeah, that's, I learned how <laughs> to groove, that's how I learned how to, the guru was, I didn't know what it was, but man, that's, mm-hmm. that was my teacher. The, mm-hmm. the radio uh, was pretty much my teacher. I'm self-taught, so. Oh, uh, wow, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's okay. So again, you're, you're from the Bay Area, and again, there you've got like tons of like music, music influences around you or whatever. And I'm totally dating myself, and I'm sure you know as far as Sly. Sly Oh, uh, it's not good. Mm, uh, good. Mm, mm. It's, so speaking it's of so Sly, weird. speaking of yes. Sly, I yes. know that's got to be an influence there with you. It's it's so weird because I'm so affiliated with the whole whole troupe. I actually got to play with Sly. We were rehearsing to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Let's hold on. Let's 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 just let's just let's just vegetate on that thought right there. <laughs> I, you no, got no. to play with Sly. We rehearsed in Napa Valley over here in California. Uh, in the wine country he had a house out there man we were rehearsing to do the halftime show and mm-hmm. you know you know now you were with another they, band or you were with sly i was with sly's band yeah he put, a, put together a new band mm-hmm. it, was, it was some bay area cats uh and his sister got me to audition her name was bet stone Mm-hmm. And so, so mm-hmm. got me to come in and, and place. And he looked at me and said, you look just like Larry Graham. Skinny, too. <laughs> I said, oh, God, is that a good now, thing? Did, you, did that you have thing? the hair? Did you have the hair, too? No, this was like, oh, okay. I want to say, about 12 years ago. Oh, wow, recently. Okay. Yeah, it was about okay. 12 years ago. We were mm-hmm. going to do the, the, uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. I was on a cruise ship, I think, Tom Jordan, and somebody called me and said, you know, I need to come audition for Sly, I said, well, I'm on a cruise. I said, will you guys be there when I get back? He said, yeah, as soon as I get off the mm-hmm. ship, I came to the audition, it was in Oakland, man, it was like five, six other cats auditioning, wow. but 
And it was a trip because I know the political game. I didn't have an amplifier. So I'm uh-huh. trying to pay every cat, man, can I use the amplifier to audition? Nobody on the game. <laughs> but they stuck, they stuck around. I called my friend, actually one of the famous first bass players I ever met. And he was left-handed. So my first two bass players that I got to sit down with, they were left-handed. So I couldn't learn from them. So I called, I said, man, I need an amplifier. I need to audition for slide. So he brought it down there. Do you know all those bass players stuck around wow. <laughs> and watch watch me audition? But once I started, uh-huh. it was a wrap because I knew <laughs> all and you know just how it's supposed to lay. You know everybody's showing chops. I said, listen to the record, play what's on the record. <laughs> you know, wow, so wow! Instantly, I got that gig. That was the most funniest experience. You know, for us auditioning didn't. You know, I know it's a competition thing. You're trying to get mm-hmm. the job, but but you know, if I had an amp, I would have loaned it to the next guy because I was mm-hmm. in that situation. I, I just got off a cruise ship, so I had no chance to go get my own personal stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, a good brother did come through, man. So, but wow. Larry wow. Graham was my very first experience uh. of uh, of uh, you know the Sly Stone uh, whole troupe. Uh, mm-hmm. I played for his sister's wife. Um, well, his wife's sister. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Larry's wife's sister at a wedding in Oakland. And I was playing with this band. They were a Jehovah Witness band. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Larry's, you know, he's, he's in the Jehovah Witness. So I was working mm-hmm. with this band and said, man, we're going to play for Larry's, uh, you know, wife's sister's mm-hmm. wedding. I said, can you do it? I said, sure. You know, so, man, I'm playing in front of Larry Graham, 16 years old. Well, I had a Fender Jazz. <laughs> and, yes, you know, we had a skit to where I did a solo and I'm falling down on my back and everything, you know. Oh, so that was part of of the act? That was part of the act, you know. So that was my first experience meeting. Then, uh, Uh gosh, maybe a month later, remember the gong show? Yes, yes. That that same band, we auditioned for the gong show and we made it, but they canceled the season. We was on some kind of promo commercial and everything, but we were in LA, Larry was living in LA. And that's where I met my other favorite bass player, uh, Janet, Janice Johnson from Takes the Honey. So it's like, man, I'm being invited over at Larry Graham's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. going over Arnold Larkin's uh, assistant, Karen, whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. got to meet, to, you know, meet uh, mm-hmm. Taste the Honey when they were just big time hot rolling. I said, man, I was in a, in a dream world, man. So Wow. Had you ever met Jan- my- Janice before that? No. But oh, now okay. that... You know, after you know, doing all this, all these years, I've been with Function going on twenty eight years now. So it's been that long, really. And a lot of people don't know I was with Dan's band before Function, so that's twenty nine being affiliated with uh, Dan. Wow! Wow! Yeah, so man. So man, so wait a minute. I'm I'm looking at my life flash in front of my eyes. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) And I'm looking at you now. So what did you actually get your first pro gig? What were you like five years old? Seriously? Oh no, back. Okay, back to the. (laughs) Back to the Sly Stone troupe, uh, Jerry Martini. He was a oh. booking agent mm-hmm. uh, in the Bay Area. And Trey Wynn Productions, this guy named Marty Holm, big time mm-hmm. agent up here. He went on to work with Janet uh, Jackson, being her tour manager, and, and Paula Abdul, and just moving on. Mm-hmm. So he, he saw me working in a record store. I knew who he was. He didn't know who I was. So I asked the agent, I said, hey, I'm a bass player. I'm looking for a gig. He said, well, I got this band going on an Asia tour for three months. Mm-hmm. They're leaving next week. But, you know, they, they're up in Sacramento. I was in the Bay Area. So I went up to audition, got the gig. 
had to learn like 80 top 40 songs in a week, go back and forth from the mayor to Sacramento, get a booster shot, get a passport. Then my mom at the time, she didn't believe it. She thought I was going for three days. I said, mom, I'm going for three months. So, right. <laughs> so that, was, that was the first time, you know, seeing one of her kids leave leave wow. the house and go somewhere. And boy, and did you leave, and you left. I Because <laughs> it lasted longer than three months. Uh, but I was able to, you know, see my mom have her first airplane ride because we ended up living in Hawaii for the, for another nine months. I'm stationed playing at Hickam Air Force Base with this band called uh, Phase Two. And we played pretty much six nights a week. But mm-hmm. I had I had a dream then because I said, man, to be stuck in Hawaii, I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I went around the whole Waikiki Island, four hours. Okay, now what? What am I doing? Now, now? EQ, <laughs> let, me, let me just you make know, sure. EQ, this is this is at the beginning. This is the beginning of your career, right? Very, very beginning. Yes. How, how old were you then? How old were you? I was 18. 18. Wow. I'm, okay. I'm 50. I'm 59 now. So oh, okay. I wasn't gonna go. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, yeah. what were you five? You, no. Wow, okay. I just you know just turned 59. So 40 years. Well, happy birthday. Chasing, okay. Thank uh-huh. you, man. Chasing uh-huh. melodies. That's what I call it. You know, I just chasing you know, melodies. You know, I I had the record deal at 22, 23. Quincy Jones. You know. With Quincy. Yeah, little band one of my heroes. Yeah, my, my hero. actually, man, actually, you guys came and took one of our seekers, Renard. Gallo. Yeah, Renard, Renard Gallo. <laughs> Shout out to but, Renard, by the way. Yeah, Shout but you know what? That, that was before. Awesome. That was before I got in the band, actually, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when I got in the band, uh, man, next thing I know, we got a record deal. I'm going to live in Ohio for three months to record an album. Said, where, man, where in Ohio? Uh, let's Columbus, Ohio. The producer okay, I, was. Uh, I, I, I had to do a shout out to Ohio, being from Akron. Yeah, Ohio, that's where, like, definitely. And Reggie Griffin, man. Uh, yes. You guys know about Reggie Griffin, yep. man. He's good producer. He mm-hmm. did, you know, Shaka Khan, a feel for you remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I think Melly Mel did a, you know, a lot of stuff with Sugar Hill Records, man. So, yep. but yeah, he he produced our record, man. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. So, yeah, he did some work with us as well. That was a, that was that was a great time too. Yeah, but back time. to Jerry Martini, man. He yes, was please. My first. He was my first. Uh, I guess say professional, you know, work. You know, I'm working six nights a week, and it was because of him. Because, mm-hmm. and he was the saxophone player for Sly and the Family. For Sly, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I some of the stories I'm sure he week. told you. Oh yeah, he just man, he's been following me because he know I wants to play with his band <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I said I'm on, the, I'm on the. Put me in, coach. Come on. Put uh, me right, in. right, right, right. You know, but you right. know. I'm so thankful for him because you know he uh-huh. let me know it's it's a business too you know mm-hmm. I don't and I don't think it's man you can't let nothing take 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 it personal you know what I mean mm-hmm. even from mm-hmm. your friends if you're dealing with music let's keep it business because we get mixed up and sometimes people don't understand and take advantage of it. good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. I wanted to, to, to highlight because you you kind you did earlier. It's almost like you read my notes now. As far as like the audition <laughs> process, because you were talking about like what what you had to do to to get the slide gig. As far yeah. as like your audition process, uh, what what do you do to prepare for like that kind of thing? First of all, you're at a disadvantage because you're on a cruise now and you get the call for a slide yeah. gig, and it's like yeah. okay, now I got to prepare for this. How? <laughs> But you know yeah. what, it was like, I mean, that was my teacher anyway, listening to those records, because I'm mm-hmm. self-taught, that was the radio. Mm-hmm. So training my ear and watching, you know, I watched Larry Graham play it mm-hmm. so many times, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was honored to put his 
latest band together. I was a stand-in. He did, he wasn't even there. He he watched us on Skype in Minnesota. I rehearsed the band in Oakland for like three months before wow. uh -huh. before you know. So I I knew how he plays. He said it scared him a lot. He said I'm gonna take uh -huh. you on Maury Povich because you play too much. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I because a lot of people think it's uh you know, it's even even for instance on I don't know if you hear this. Thank you. It's one of the simplest lines, but a lot of people won't play it correctly. It's it's a oh slide. It's it's oh not a, a, a. Listen, if you can, I'm gonna play the difference. It's a lot Please. of people play it like they. A lot of people play it like this. <laughs> no, that's totally wrong. You know, Larry likes to slide. He likes to. Slide. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. What would always get to me is like how, and you just did it too, because I I really hear bass players do that when they hit that low, that doom, where they yeah, that, they you know. forget that. that oh that's my god, very important. And to me, that's just as important as like any other part of the song. It like, sure you know, is, because it rings right through, and it's like oh. Yeah. My god. <laughs> yeah. So I dissected all Larry stuff, you know. I, I want to do a tribute show for him so bad. He said, man, don't do what they They won't come see me. I said, man, you the inventor of this. Come on. <laughs> so he talked me out of that one, but I'm going to get it. I just uh, want to uh, honor him. You know why he's still here. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. I, lo I, love, I love your approach to that, too, because, I mean, you do pay attention to, like, I mean, even the, what, what some would consider, like, the smallest things. To me, that's always been my approach. It's like that small thing is probably what made that song a hit. Oh, you big know. time. Even with so, the function, you know. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. Eddie, even with the function, I didn't come in playing chops, you know, a lot of cats. I mean, there was other cats that did audition for this job, mm -hmm. but I said, I know every lick of this song, you know, and then the bass players who actually played it were friends of mine. So mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to play it just like the record. And, mm -hmm. and that's how I mm -hmm. got that gig, man. Wow. Wow. Because I played and with Michael Cooper in his solo act on a guitar for a whole year this was right when radiance was breaking up and but he saw me playing guitar when he came and saw our show and so he didn't even know i played bass so i played so with you play guitar as well yeah i played oh, okay. with him <laughs> booting for a whole year he didn't know and i, wow. and I know i'm self-taught on that too so, but i knew his songs i just studied it <laughs> you know uh -huh. he couldn't deny me he said okay he knows the song you know <laughs> mm -hmm. so That's, but it, it, and, and that's so funny because, like I said, I, I like your approach as far as like when you're learning songs and everything, and you you do pay attention to like the smallest detail. Because, like yeah. I said before, um, it's those things that you know probably contribute to the song making a hit. And Thank and I know like a, yeah. a lot of people assume things in songs, you know. Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, I used to tell people it's like you know, listen, you know, just because it sounds right doesn't mean it is right. And you have to go back. You got to listen to this stuff. You yeah, know, really listen to it. So I appreciate that you that you mentioned that that because that, that's oh, yeah. as, as important as that is to you. I mean, but that's, that's how important. I got a few other gigs because I would mm -hmm. you know I wouldn't have a rehearsal time with them. You know, I played with Steve Arrington. I didn't have no rehearsal time mm -hmm. with him, but I, mm -hmm. and that's a lot of syncopated funk. Oh you my know? god! Then he said, "Man, you can sing and play." I said, "Yeah, come on, man. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> you know, Steve, you Steve know? Arrington, the ooh wee funk. <laughs> Ooh, we funk. You know, I love those bass lines. Uh -huh. Damn, mm -hmm. Mark Adams and those cats, Steve mm -hmm. Rushton, man, funky, mm -hmm. man. But, but I would just, you know, I did a lot of gigs without rehearsal. Karen White, uh, oh. Yarbo Peoples, mm -hmm. uh, Alexander Shrell, you know, just mm -hmm. 
off the cuff because they know I will put in the work. So we're just fine tuning it at uh, Soundshape. Got gotcha. gotcha. you. I know it's showtime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So when you said you did a lot of gigs without rehearsal, I mean, you did you prepare? I mean, you prepared somewhat for that, and then you kind of walked in ready. Yeah. Okay. I would make sure I know what key, because some, you know, usually it's in the original key, but some, you know, mm -hmm. people voices get older, they want to drop the key, but you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm able to play in any key, because you know, I, mm -hmm. I definitely learned the basics that I needed to know on on my instrument without, mm -hmm. you know, knowing theory or anything. People would trip mm -hmm. out when I tell them, no, I can't read music. No, I can't tell you what, what scale this is, you know, because mm -hmm. I just play from the heart. Mm -hmm. Okay, speaking speaking of that, talk about practice, um, like what what you do, like y your normal routine. Um, one of my favorite quotes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read 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 right from my notes here, so I get it right. Muhammad Ali, you know, of course, another hero of mine. He stated one time, "I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit, suffer now, and live the rest of your life as a champion." You know? Oh yeah. I so totally I kind of tied that in as far as practicing. You know, we you know we practice. It's not fun. You know, yeah. to be real, you know, it, it's yeah. not fun. Some people like love it, but most of yeah. us, it's like, oh man, you know, I got to go over the scale again. I got to go over this again. I got to do this again and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the end, what happens is people like you, I mean, you're called, you're pretty, pretty much like a first call on like a lot of, on a lot of, a lot of people's list or whatever. What do you do as far as like practice and how do you approach when you, when you do practice? Uh, like I said, I would dissect uh, whatever material they wanted me to, and I, you know, and usually they have shows on YouTube or mm -hmm. recording. You know, I try. And to we do them. have that now. We have YouTube. Back in the day, we didn't have. Yeah, that. back in the day, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, mm -hmm. you know, it was you know they had to go through that then because mm -hmm. I mean, you know, after Radiance, I went to Michael Cooper and Capuncia, so you know, still <laughs> rolling. You know, it's like I had to learn about that. Well, Prince, you know, he warned us. He warned us it was coming. So. Uh -huh. You can uh -huh. pick up anything off the internet now. You, your own record company, if you've got a computer, wow, you have a record mm -hmm. company. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, as far as uh, songwriting, you know, and you have, is it three CDs? Do I have that right? No, actually, I, I put out a few singles, but I did one CD, actually. It was called Just was For three. You. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I dropped some singles, but, you know, I did one CD. I actually, man, and it came a you know, came to me just off a of fluke. It was my birthday. I can't mm -hmm. forget it. So it was my 50th birthday. So nine years ago, uh, the, the ex-mayor of Oakland, his name is Elihu Harris, and his wife came to my birthday party. I didn't know them at the time, but I looked at my, you know, I have a guest book and people sign in. Next thing I know, I got a Facebook message. Hey, we want to do a project on you. You know, I already had some demo songs. And man, they ended up taking me into Fantasy Studio and we oh recorded. Oh gosh, really? They treated me like, oh my, man, like uh, just, oh, whatever I needed. I went to mm -hmm. Fantasy Studios for mm -hmm. one thing, you know, to mm -hmm. record 12 songs. And I only put uh, eight songs on the compilation, but you know, it came out late August, 2013, but it was good enough to be considered for a Grammy. Uh, man, it made it to the, the first <laughs> round. It was good my, enough. I like I like how you put that. It was good enough to be considered a great. You know, you know, because you know, I guess it's a time frame for voting and all that. But my mm -hmm. my single was called "Never Stop Loving" and it stayed in the top ten for two weeks on the R and R and sales. So there's a there's a video out there too on it. But uh, very good. You know, and we can find it on YouTube. Yeah, and you know, someone just took a chance on me because I always wanted 
to make my own music. So when I thought about it, I said, wow, you know, it took mm -hmm. me that long the, the chase of just creating my own whatever inside of me. It took me that long mm -hmm. to actually release my own quality record. I was so proud of it. Still play it today and people still purchase it from me too. I do mm -hmm. a lot of little local shows or live gigs around here right? when we could. Gotcha. <laughs> but even okay. even Laurent, they still ask for that CD and certain songs. Yeah, man. And again, the name the name of the CD? Oh, just for you. Just for you. Awesome. Yeah. Uh oh, look at he's got, is he looking I'm for it? Looking, man. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, I'll grab it. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, um, as again, we stated earlier that you know you are you know uh, the bass player for Confunction, killer, yeah. killer, killer band. And if any, if you if you get the opportunity to check out you know EQ on YouTube with Confunction, first of all, Confunction show is, is just off the chain good. Very, I'm very, still a very fan, good. Eddie. I'm oh, still a fan. People I can only imagine. That, you know what I mean? Because I'm. I was like in 10th grade following those cats around and it was a mm -hmm. trip. I remember they played in Oakland. This is when Sheila E was playing with them. Mm -hmm. I saw, mm -hmm. man, mm -hmm. I, saw, I was tall as them in high school. So I saw them going through <laughs> backstage and I had an old Frankie Beverly pass. I put the laminate on upside down. I got in line and screw it, <laughs> put it right in and walked backstage. I said, wow, I'm backstage. You know? What? What? And this is before you're that. actually with them. Yes, man. And actually, I had a band. Okay, I was 21. We opened mm -hmm. up a function up here in Sacramento, man. So I met them many occasions, you know, mm -hmm. to have my own. And I did my own solo shows. I did maybe three shows uh, opening up a function. I think Charlie Wilson was on the show, Keith Sweat, Big Condition, wow. Midnight Star. So uh -huh. I've been able to get a few nice opening act shows on my own. <laughs> Yeah. A, a few nice opening opening yeah. act shows. I but love. it's a trip because I go change my clothes and jump back up there with Confunction or Dance Band or <laughs> so, wow. so over that time, and like I said, you know, er, er, you know, uh, uh, EQ is like the, the, the premier basis and all that and quite the showman too. And again, if you get the opportunity to check him out on YouTube, please check him out. There's this one part in the show and it features EQ on the bass. And it is like this medley that goes back and brings all the old school stuff that pretty much are bass heavy that features EQ. And for EQ, it's not just him playing the bass. I mean, talk about just putting on a show. I mean, this dude is like all over the stage on that bass. So <laughs> the, to hey, me, that me, was like a highlight. <laughs> you know, how did, that, how did that come about? This, yeah, let me uh, give you the my theory behind it, because I see a lot of people trying to do it now. I'll, I even saw Verdine <laughs> White do it. Michael Cooper called said, Verdine is up here doing your solo. Uh -uh. But, yeah, he did all the little, you know, stuff. Wow. But uh -huh. the reason why I did it, because those were my college bass lines. It's like, mm -hmm. these... You should know these bass lines within three notes, you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, I said, man, I, all I needed was bass and drum, but it turned, it got bigger and bigger. My solo is probably almost 20 minutes long now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, got, I even got gigs out of that because I play like a DJ. They said, well, uh -huh. we don't need a DJ. We're going to uh -huh. hire you. So I just did two shows over the past two weeks as uh -huh. playing my own track show. So it's like them having a DJ who's, actually a musician and could sing the part because I get karaoke tracks with the backgrounds in right. already. And man, I'm having a ball. <laughs> I'm right, keeping right. it, keep it moving, you know, I gotta 
you know, stay creative. <laughs> right, right. And again, I truly appreciate that because this is going back to what you said earlier as far as like learning those baselines. I mean, you yeah. learned those baselines. Yeah, man, because you know? check this out. You said you should know what that is already yes, right yes you know yes. what i mean <laughs> i mean not only the lines but the sounds themselves i mean you literally exactly. nailed like the sounds of like those bass that's and I that's mean. a perfect example too and oh there it is <laughs> so many so many hit records made mm -hmm. on, the, on the four string you know and fender so mm -hmm. a lot of cats come up to me say, man why you don't play five strings so i try to you know, and even could say, man, you play too jazzy now. So, I, oh, you know, and wow. I, I, I had to think about it. I said, those records were made on four strings. So mm -hmm. I challenged anybody mm -hmm. out there. I said, I'll play five string if you show me a hit record that was made on the five string. It got Great real point. silent. Got Great real silent. No mm -hmm. one answered that question yet. I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, it's, it's funny going back to what you said earlier, as far as like when you, when you did play the, the five string bass, there was yeah. a jazz feel to it, a jazz tone. Is that, is that? Oh, because well, I guess, you know, that low note is a, usually a B. So it's uh -huh, like, right. you could get, get those synth bass notes. So it's like, okay, E, you're riding that bass too. You know, I like playing mm -hmm. like a catfish. I like to be mm -hmm. on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, I find I can go deeper than, you know, man, D uh -huh. or C or even B. Man. Nice, nice. But, you know, it's I'm not that kind of guy, a uh, musician. I don't think I'm a musician. I'm more of an entertainer. So, you know, I'm more, I have to do, the, you know, choreography and keep moving. So I'm always gripping my neck like I'm choking something. So mm -hmm. I'll be looking at other cats, how fluent they are. But I'm so trained. Okay, I got to hit notes. I got to do steps, you know, so I'm not... Mm -hmm. I'm not a musician. I'm still in training. I want to be a good player, but I, I do fault my my handicap. I don't know if you see it. Because <laughs> uh -oh. I broke this thumb. Look, I mean, this oh. one bends. Right? Oh, wow. Okay. This one here, and it's even bigger, you know? Uh -huh. But so uh -huh. this is my money maker. So I can't do a lot of the tricks a lot of the guys uh -huh. do. And maybe that's why I'm kind of like, because I do what I can do. Okay. And you're quite the tanner, but I, I am going to beg to differ with you. You're quite the musician as well. You know, Thank I'm, you. I'm, yeah, I'm man, just man I was there. shocked with you, man. I didn't know you played piano the way you did. I, you know, I'm, I'm reminiscing Switch. All I see oh is a trombone. Man, <laughs> man, come on, man. I, I want to switch the interview. Let's talk about you. <laughs> it is so funny because to this day, I mean, they, they definitely highlighted the trombone. It, it did look good on the, on the photos and all that stuff. Man. But I mean, the piano, that was that's my first love from classical. Oh, and all that. I was, I always refer that that's home. Oh, listening to you play, I was like, wow. Man. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank and, you so and much. And just to find out, I got family affiliated with you. Oh. Uh, Michael McGlory is my cousin. What? You're a guitar player who made the signature guitar licks. And then he told me he played a think, think, Bad Mama Jamma. I hated that song. Yes. He said, me too. He said, but that's <laughs> me on the guitar. I said, what? Ancestry. I got into the Ancestry DNA, man. We made a connection, man. We are cousins. I said, man, you were wow. one of my favorite groups. I said, man. Wow, wow. <laughs> and Michael, you know what I mean? His, his, his guitar playing, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's yeah. off the chain. You, you know. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I'm trying to get him to play something for him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. He my cousin. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna jump on him too. You need to do this. <laughs> oh, no, There's no right. question. You need to do this too. So I no, got you. I, I got to, you back. Uh, on that. I had to kick myself in the own face. Okay, I, I was talking about music business. No, I had to go <laughs> at it. Go at him with business. Yeah. Hey, cousin. Got you. Got you. Know? <laughs> right. Right. Um, let's go back to, to uh, and again, we're talking about auditions and this and that and the other. Well, how did you get into, uh, or how did you get with Confunction? Confunction was formed after I did the, the year with Michael Cooper. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so the following uh, year, he, was, he had some more gigs. He was doing work with, I think, uh, Roger and Keith Sweat at the time, and mm -hmm. he couldn't find his bass player. So I said, I raised my hand like a little kid in school, Mike. <laughs> I, I really play bass. <laughs> so, so his last couple of shows with in his solo act, you know, it was during come to an end for his, you know, his solo career. So, him and Felton Pilot got back together and said, "Hey, we're gonna put back the, uh, together Confunction. We're gonna put back. We're gonna put other, the band back together." Yeah, but you know, I know they had their their personal favorites because they didn't know how I played, but I right. knew those songs back. You know, sure. left and right, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, man. So, 27 years later, you know, I still get subs. You know, sometimes I can't make gigs. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but you know, it's it's a lot to that to that position being up front. You know, mm -hmm. Cedric. I remember Cedric. I got to meet him one time, the original bass player. You mm -hmm. know, he was a showman as well. You know, mm -hmm. I learned from cats like Robert Wilson, energetic. You know, and they not showing chops, but they all over the stage, verding white. You know, I saw him, you know, from a ceiling hanging up in the air, spinning right, over. I said, right, I want to do that, you know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and I'm uh -huh. looking at, you know, Lewis Johnson. I said, I, I, I play like him. I look like his brother. I said, you know, I, got, I, I just put everybody in one pot. All my favorites, Cool Bell, you know, Larry Graham, wow. of course, Bootsy, Mark Adams. You know, I put them mm -hmm. all in a pot. That's how mm -hmm. I created my own. EQ. I said, I'm going to take something. Oh, y'all. You are reading my notes, too, because I was going to ask, how did you develop oh. that? <laughs> you, you totally are. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, your whole style. We're here, you're, baby. We're oh, right here. You, I mean, totally, totally right Come here. Come on. <laughs> and that was the question Man. I was going to ask you as far as, like, your style. I mean, how did you develop, you know, like, what, what approach did you have to developing your own personal style? And you pretty much well, hit upon it. I mean, you took all those and put them in a pot, and we come up with EQ. Because in the beginning, uh, people... Uh, I listened to jazz, it was because I had a guitar then, it was George Benson. So I learned mm. how to play breezing on the guitar. Oh my that gosh. Was, I thought that was- And I gotta keep remembering, that's right, he played guitar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and it, but it was too many strings for me. And I was in a neighborhood- It was too many the, strings. <laughs> it was, I was in a neighborhood for, you know, for the older guys, they had bands, you know, they wouldn't let me play, you know. He said, go away kid, you're too young. So I stayed in the garage six months. And then it, and it's called the real wood shit. I practiced uh -huh. And that's mm -hmm. why I end up getting with the Jehovah Witness band, which led mm -hmm. me to Larry Graham and, mm -hmm. and the journey after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. And they and the cast today, they still come to me. Can you show me how to play this song? Really? <laughs> so, wow. Really? You wouldn't let me come in and listen to you guys play it all. You know, mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. stuff like that, man. It was always, okay, I'm going to show you, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. So did they, did they did they seek you out? Did the Confunction seek you out as 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 far as being with them, or are you? No, it was just out there. No, okay. no, they had they like I said, they had their favorites and Cash were recorded with them, mm -hmm. but I know what they couldn't bring, and people pay for I entertainment. Love it. Mm -hmm. You know, 
people pay for entertainment. You know, I might not get called for the studio session. You know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not that musician guy, but hey, I could do the part if you ask. Mm -hmm. But you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not known for that. I'm known for the theatrics. Uh, you know, people seeing, used to seeing me jumping off speakers on their tables. And, <laughs> you know, it's, they, they're used to that guy. You know, I kind of uh -huh. calm down a lot because I don't want to, you know, overdo my position. But when they give me the green light, I'm gonna it's, give you a memory. It's totally all right. I'm gonna give you a memory. Yeah. Right, right, right. And and again, we're talking about a man that you know he he comes to the show and he looks good. He's dressed from head to toe and he's moving around the stage like you wouldn't believe. I mean, this this is awesome. But it's funny, like you said, you know, but you still maintain your position in the band and on the yeah, stage. Yeah. Which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, awesome. So as uh, some of the things you've had to deal with, like over the years and everything in the business. Um, what are some trials or what are some lessons that you've learned as, as far as the business, both good and bad? Um, uh, for our listeners who come in and as we spoke before and as I uh, kind of use as a reminder as far as the playground, you know, we come to play on the playground all the time, but every once in a while we, we get those bumps and bruises. Um, can, just, can Do you remember a few or, what, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are it's, quite It's really, you know, the failure of being, you know, I was with Quincy Jones twice, you know, mm -hmm. so, man, I'm thinking, I'm going to be Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like mm -hmm. chasing desires of fame mm -hmm. or fortune, it comes with a price, I think, you know, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like the business at all. I love performing for the people making music, but it is a business and we don't have enough control, you know, mm -hmm. I think we, it's bet we're better off now because everybody, you know, like I said, once you got your own computer, you pretty much have a, your own record company if you want to call much. it that. Well, but uh, man, just that's the only thing I didn't. I don't like the business. I really mm. don't. But mm -hmm. I will play for you. you know, <laughs> I will play for you. You know what I mean? It's like that's what keeps uh -huh. me going. But I know it's a gift that we were chosen to do. So if I didn't do it. And I think God would be very angry. And a lot mm -hmm. of people were angry that I chose music because they thought I was going to play baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah. So was you, a, there was, there was yeah. a strong interest in sports back then? I mean, oh, you obviously had a natural talent. Yeah. Oh, I, I played varsity in ninth grade, shortstop. So, you know, oh, I, was, okay. I was scouted to come to this certain school, but a lot of the racism kicked in. Ah. The, the prejudice because I was good and and I didn't play JV. He was that coach. He didn't like mm -hmm. me. So he was my biology teacher. So he's gonna make it hard for me. So oh. and, I, and, then, and then plus hormones kicked in. 15, 16, you know, <laughs> prettiest girl in the high school. Hey, everybody like music, you know. <laughs> but Eddie, but Eddie, I took music in high school. You know, they would not teach me bass. But they, they found out how good I could play to where they wanted me to play in their top 40 band at night. But in high school, I didn't even have to go to class. I go and show my face and say, okay. And I have my little boom box or a book what I was trying to read. I wouldn't read no book. I was just up there, you know, <laughs> slapping and plucking, you know, for a whole hour. Hey, I, I'll see you tonight at rehearsal. Right. And the same, same thing happened with my algebra teachers. So I learned early on in life it was a who you know business or any situation, man. So it's mm. like, mm, mm. I hated high school. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I wish I <laughs> did it different. I wish I, had, I wish I had mentors, you know, cause I was scouted to for, for baseball, but I didn't have 
a clue, you know. I didn't think about pro. I met Willie Mays, and he was so mean. I said, oh. I'm so I don't want to be a baseball player. I got to be mean. Will's, you know, oh. I was a little kid. Will's, my pops taking me up to get his autograph. Get away from, uh, get away from me. <sighs> Maybe that turned me off of baseball. You know, I said, man, I don't wow. want to be like that. I love people. I like, you know, I love people coming up asking for pictures and autographs. I never shy mm -hmm. away from that, you know. Mm -hmm. but, uh, Maybe that really disturbed me about baseball. I was that good, you know. You know, mm -hmm. all-star team traveling. You know, I'm on a plane 14 because I'm playing baseball. But like I said, the hormones, <laughs> wow. you know, and wow. just something I didn't have no coaches yelling at me. And and in, plus in high school, nobody came to the baseball game. They went to the football <laughs> game. Man, I'm over there looking at the football. I'm over at the baseball field. They having a game at the football. So, uh -huh. All the girls all over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's a great point. Wherever the band was, that's where everybody was. Exactly, man. <laughs> so I learned to play with the ensemble band. You know, to get another grade out of it because they uh -huh. wouldn't teach me. So a lot of kids, we would just put together and we play top forty. Like even what's this a song? What's that song? Son, we're here. Son is here. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, totally we, yeah, we play stuff like that. So it was fun to play in the high school gym. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and that was my training of just one. And, and that's where I saw Larry Graham, too. He came to my high school in 11th grade. He toured the whole Bay Area. And mm -hmm. he, he inspired so many people. 1978, that was 11th mm -hmm. grade, man. I knew Larry Graham was coming to my school. Mm -hmm. I sat up front. Row in my gym like a little girl. <laughs> man, they came out with that marching band. He had a sweatsuit on. And I said, man, he's singing, dancing, and playing. So uh -huh, I figured uh -huh. that was a must. I just, got you. you know, got you. He was like, how can you do that? How can you sing, dance, and don't miss a beat and still play? On? I said, just uh -huh. something we had to do in those days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I got to ask you, and this is, this is a personal question of mine. I just got to ask for me. You know, again, you're, you're in the Bay Area, which is pretty much a music mecca, you know, of the time. And, and even now, Tower of Power. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah? Oh, my goodness. I got to see a mixture of that because uh, Graham used to do shows here. The concerts mm -hmm. were there. So I always go watch Graham's station and Tower of Power would be on the same show to oh hear the God. power. God. But then they would come sit in with Graham, you know, they playing uh, whatever. All them horns, five, six horn players. Oh, oh. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Unreal. And Unreal. I ask, Tower of Power, of course, you know, being, being you know, trombone player, they were one of my, you know, mentors as far as like learning how to play, listen to them on record and all that stuff, learn how to play trombone and all that stuff. And, and, and actually learning how to like chart music by listening to like a lot of their, their charts and all that. And it's funny, was you, you got to explain I'm sorry? to me. I'm about to sit down with you one day, man. You, oh my you God. Like, I have no patience. Of, okay, this means here, this, 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 I just don't, you know, I mean, I want to learn a basic, what's a minor scale against a major scale? What is it? You know, I just want to learn this. I don't know simple stuff like that. I know my uh, note. Mm -hmm. I know my strings. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what got me as far as and I look, got. But and I, look I, at I where that got you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but mm -hmm. I want to learn why. Maybe, because I do know people who read music, but I look for the passion. I said, they don't feel nothing. Mm -hmm. They just, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. reading the note, I said, mm -hmm. then I asked him to make up something. 
It'd be like a deer in the headlights. What do you mean make up mm -hmm. something? Oh, I said, the passion, what you feel in your heart, you know? Mm -hmm. I said, what is this drum beat telling you to do? You know, so. And that is a huge, huge, huge thing, especially in this business. And, so and I, I can honestly say, cool. just, by, just by watching you, you can tell that you're, you're having a good time. I mean, this is, and it's I'm not fake fun. either, you know? It's, I'm having fake. fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, Eddie, it's just fun to me. Mm -hmm. I love it, man, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. That's what keep me going, because I've been through... Uh, man, crazy ordeal, you know, losing my daughter, you know, being, oh, right. I'm sorry. You know, being murdered on my birthday, you know, it was crazy, I'm sorry. 2003, mm -hmm. so she was only mm -hmm. 16, so I know she would want me to keep going, you know, I have mm -hmm. still have a son and two grandkids here, and my mom's still here, and mm -hmm. sister's brother, but I know they would want me to keep going, I, I do struggle a lot with, you know, so people, it, it is a lot of mental therapy that's needed for a lot of people, mm -hmm. and, and I know mm -hmm. I should get myself you know i never did but i know i should but i know this music and this phase but you and, have that mm -hmm. but you do have yeah. The music. Mm -hmm. yeah and and, that's been, and, and I, i'll be honest i mean for me that's been a saving grace i mean all my life is that you know hey you know man. with everything else that's going on in my head and in life yeah. and all that stuff i do have that and and i and, know and, man eddie i that. feel like our lives are flashing in front of our mm -hmm. face right now i can't mm -hmm. believe we're living through this i used mm -hmm. to, some people don't you know i i have to i have to speak I can't deny him, you know, I believe mm -hmm. in Jesus. So just mm -hmm. to read the word and we're in mm -hmm. revelations right now, you know, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. denial, we think some, a man's going to fix the problems. Ooh, mm -hmm. They really need to read. read. Mm -hmm. I don't start mm -hmm. preaching. I'm sorry. We, we, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. And, and again, since, since we're there, since you brought us there, <laughs> as far as like, like you said, this is a diff very difficult time that, 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 that the whole world is kind of li living in. Um, and it's where the music community is as well, you know, when this whole thing first came down in March or whatever, for us anyway, you know, my calendar was pretty much like wiped clean, you know, yes. from, you know, waking up that morning to having a calendar full of busy stuff, stuff that I got to do over the next, you know, who knows how many months to like that night going to bed with no work for the next few months. How has that affected you and, 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 and what you do and, and, and how do you, how do you get through this? How are you getting through this now? When it first went down, I freaked out. I'm not gonna lie, cause I said, "Man, I felt like, you know, the plug has been pulled. What am I gonna do?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But man, the first people actually stepped in, you know, to help the musician out. You know, cause sometimes we're not considered part of society. You know what I mean? It's like we should have way more write-offs, you know, than mm -hmm. we can. You know, they don't treat us like that, but we provide so much medicine and and just, you know, just escapism for people with, through music, man. But music cares, man, hats off to them, man. Mm -hmm. People from the Grammys, the, you know, like I said, man, they actually supported me. You know, I thought I was just a little grain and mm -hmm. a pebble. And okay, y'all, everybody here, but they stepped up within a month. Our last show was March, March 7th. Uh, mm -hmm. We are in Houston. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So. So, mm -hmm. man, how long is it Almost six months of not playing. We do have a, a pay-per-view show uh, next month in Las Vegas, actually, coming your mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be weird because it's not going to be a crowd. You know? Right, right. Lakeside, uh, Yarbrough People's Climax Confunction, but mm -hmm. no crowd. So mm -hmm. I kind of prepared myself because I've been doing home shows and playing mm -hmm. to a phone, and I'm up here sweating bullets <laughs> thinking I got a crowd. <laughs> I said, man, you working hard. What's your cash out? Man, uh, I said, oh, oh mm -hmm. just give me another bit. But mm -hmm. you have to 
think of it like that. You have to mm -hmm. think outside mm -hmm. the box, you know. And I, I do want to go back to a point that you mentioned earlier as far as like Music Cares, because when you and I were talking about this uh, even before the show, you had mentioned Music Cares. And me personally, um, I'm, I'm sure I'm one of many who thought, you know, what are the chances? You know, so I did not, you know, Man, you know you go did. there. But I, you're, you're I, witness that, you know, hey, do it. Yes, you know, yes, what is, you know, please. It can happen. Yeah, so. and actually I helped out Boosie about a month ago. He was doing a, his, for his latest song, I think he just put out, we did a little PSA. Of, of telling people about music cares and man, they really stepped up. I was shocked, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, who are who am I? I don't have no hit record or man, I don't mm -hmm. think I'm on the board anymore, you know, for mm -hmm. a member, but they mm -hmm. said no problem to show us proof you have cancellations. And that's all I did. I got wow. a cover it was letter. that simple. It was that simple. I got a cover letter from from the leader of Erica Function and, you know, showing okay, our schedule has been wiped out, you know. Boom, mm -hmm. man. You know, the unemployment worked. It actually mm -hmm. worked. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. even back pay, they, they went off base of how much I made the mm -hmm. previous year. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did with the unemployment as well. You know, and they did ask that question. I was like so early in the beginning to where, you know, I was answering questions that did not apply to me. And, you know, when it came down to it, they were like, you know, dude, you're like really early as far as this. We don't even have the questions to put on the form to ask you as far as this yet. So, you know, um, so it turned out that th that did work out for me. But like like you said earlier, it's like you know, go go for it. You know, you know yeah. it can happen. You know, they yeah. And I possible. believe just our, you know, we're we're special people, man. I mean, mm -hmm. we cannot lie. We're we're here for a reason. And I'm glad you brought that up because you did say something just a minute ago as far as like you know we we are special. We're we're special, and that we're not. Uh, I think the way you said it is that we're not really. They don't consider us as part of the society. As part of society. Yeah. Uh, you know? uh, yeah. And that's yeah. interesting that you put it that way. And I think we've been taken care of just from the powers, you know, mm -hmm. up above. Cause mm -hmm. man, I read about it and he took care of the musicians. So mm -hmm. I stopped worrying, you know, I said, man, mm -hmm. I just put my trust in him. I'm not, man, mm -hmm. I'm a and I always say, <laughs> I remember I would always say as far as like us or whatever, you know, and, you know, we have like the, the people that appreciate what we do and everything and man, yeah. you know, man, you know, once you had to go, you know, you know, you looks like you're having like so much fun and, and this and that and the other. Man, I wish I could do what you do. But what a lot of people don't realize as far as our business is that, you know, we did all of our work. We put in all of our work back then. You know, yeah. like you said, you know, you were you were just a kid, you know, and you yeah. picked up a three, you know, you were given a three string guitar and yeah. you learned it then. And we put in all the work then, you know, so yeah. this this didn't just come to us like now. No, it we didn't did all, come. You know. No, mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. didn't see the sweat and grind that you put mm -hmm. in. You know? Right, they did not see that. Mm -hmm. I had to think mm -hmm. about it. I said, man, 40 years I've been fresh mm -hmm. out of high school doing this and I still love it. You know, and mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I did the nine to fives and that was all good. Right, but didn't we all? Is that, <laughs> we did the know, regular that, jobs. Yeah, I said, is that is that my purpose? You know, mm -hmm. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm never going to be rich. Yeah, of course, but mm -hmm. man, is that my purpose? You know, mm -hmm. man, I mean, I'm honored that you're talking to me, man, because you're oh. one of my heroes, man. <laughs> thank you. I mean, thank you. Thank serious. you. I mean, I'm honored that you're even doing this. Because my thing. group, we wanted to be the next switch, man. We, you know, had <laughs> we had that look, had that pompadour hanging over us. So. <laughs> <laughs> that pompadour. <laughs> but man, man, man oh this, man, it, it was you. weird, man. Yeah, thank switch you. was definitely one of our heroes. Definitely. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, so, so finally, in closing, let me ask you this: um, what, what advice would you offer 
like those that are coming up in the business, those that are just beginning, and even veterans such as such as myself, you know, a lot of us. What what advice would you offer? Um, and especially in this difficult time that we're living now, you know, what what advice would you offer? Well, more for the parents, uh, if they see it in their child, you know, don't deny them, say that they can't. If they really got a desire and they got a passion, and you don't have to tell them to, you know, go practice or whatever. They want to do it just on the natural. That's the one you get behind, but. Because, you know, if you get forced to come in here, it's time for lessons, and they stomp on their feet, you're wasting your money. I, I taught a few kids like that, you know, to where, okay, man, these people just pay me because of, you know, the little celebrity-ism. You know, I said, this kid mm -hmm. does not want to play. They want to mm -hmm. talk for me. That, and then the session was an hour. They want to talk at least 30 to 40 minutes. Just talk, you know? Nice. <laughs> uh, wow. You, you too. I get that too. <laughs> yeah, I so said, y'all prepaid me for a month. I said, your baby don't want to play. But you know, I try mm -hmm. to get them into it, give them homework to do, and come back. It's the same thing. Hey, how are you? Then, you know, then you see the parents. They would, you know, want to take the pictures. I said, man, I want to mm -hmm. do it for kids who really mm -hmm. want to play you know i thought about when prince before he passed he said man i'm just gonna start giving lessons man can you imagine sitting down wow. with prince wow. i just imagine how much he would charge right? exactly exactly but, but what he can would you imagine just telling from prince, the heart you know, can you imagine telling prince um i did i didn't get a chance to practice this week right right <laughs> you know because i know how hard he was with his bands you know mm -hmm. like a personal friends who worked with us man they, they, mm -hmm. they put the mm -hmm. time in i, I would have loved to have that opportunity mm. down and cast like that. Even Larry Graham, he he won't show me nothing. <laughs> he let everybody come jam on the stage. Yo. He won't let me go on the stage. He said, uh -uh. He don't let every I said, Larry, you I done tuned your your bass up, sound checked it for you, played uh -huh. your band for he won't let me get on that stage. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I'm gonna share something with you as far as far as bass players, one one of one of the and this goes back in the day, you know, one of the, one of the pictures that stays with me as far as bass players is the amp that's taller than them, yeah. you know, <laughs> and turning around to the bass, standing in front of the speakers, and like reaching way up there and turning oh, yeah. something or whatever to get that perfect sound that. or whatever. I got pictures <laughs> out there too, man. I took it from Larry, man. Had the big serum bank <laughs> with the tweeter bank. It right? was taller than me, and I'm six feet, so it was taller than me. So. Oh my god, that was always my favorite picture of like watching a, a, a bass players. You know, every bass yeah. player. It's like, okay, uh, how good is a bass player? First of all, the stack is maybe about ten right. feet tall, and they're playing. And th this is all happening while you're playing, right? You're playing right. and reach up there and make a small thing that only you can hear. Only you can hear the right. difference that makes. But we could all feel it, you know. Yeah. And I used to love, I used to love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Watch yeah. bass players do that. Well, well, listen. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Eric thank Young, thank you, EQ, bass player extraordinaire with Confunction. Thank you so much for being on the show. Man, thank you thank so, you, so, so much. Man. Thank you, Eric, thank you for having me, man. <laughs> and to all everybody that watched. Thank you for tuning into the playground. And as I say all the time, keep listening to the music, keep the music playing. And we thank you again. EQ, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Love you, brother. <laughs> Love you too. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay.